Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is risen. Hallelujah. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Jesus is alive. He's risen. He's risen. He's risen. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. My Jesus is alive. My Jesus is alive. My Jesus is alive. Let someone shout aloud, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I saw God magnified the Lord and my spirit praises for death could not hold him captive, even in the grave. Jesus is Lord, even in the grave. Jesus is Lord. So coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. For death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave, Jesus is Lord. Even on the earth, Jesus is Lord. Even in our lives, Jesus is Lord. Even in our families, Jesus is Lord. Even in our church, Jesus is Lord. Even in our nation. 
Father, we just want to thank you. We ask, oh God, that you have your way in our midst. As your light shines, let darkness not comprehend it. Let your spirit move unhindered in our midst. Let your will be done. Let your purpose be fulfilled. And let only your name be glorified. Father, anoint me, O oh God, to speak your word. Let, O oh God, your word go forth and let it be received. And let no one live empty-handed. As Jesus is risen, O oh God, let the story of everyone change. And let it change for good. And let it change for glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Please be seated. Happy Easter to everyone. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Weekend. The Lord bless you. Uh, your story will change. You will have a new beginning. You have a new song, new blessings, new breakthroughs, new increase, new fruitfulness. Uh, because as Jesus Christ is as risen, amen, uh, the old will pass away and the new will be made manifest. And the glory of God will be revealed unto all in the name of Jesus Christ. Just look at the person close to you, on your right side, on your left side, in front of you, at your back. Just say happy Easter and happy resurrection weekend. And it's nice to see you. You're looking good. You're looking good. And you would have a new song. And your song will be to the glory of the Most High God. Today we want to talk about the red, the, the scarlet ribbon. We want to talk about the scarlet ribbon. And uh, as we celebrate Jesus, we want to know him. Amen. Uh, we want to know him. We don't just want to celebrate. You know, sometimes people go to occasions, events, uh, weddings, birthdays. And they are celebrating, but they don't know what is going on. They don't even know the person doing the wedding. If you, if you are celebrating with those doing the wedding or birthday and you do not know, it means that you must have get crashed. Amen? I, I remember many years ago, I was, uh, when I was uh, in Nigeria, I was meant to have gone for a wedding. And um, it was a church that had several weddings. And I... I, I got there late because of the traffic and when I sat down it was at the far back and I could not see the parties that were getting married until it was almost concluded <laughs> then I realized I was in the wrong wedding <laughs> hallelujah amen you are not in the wrong wedding you are in the right wedding in Jesus name and uh, Apostle Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. You will know God, uh, you will know Jesus, and uh, you will know the power of his resurrection in Jesus' name. Let's look at Joshua chapter 2, the scarlet ribbon, the scarlet ribbon. Joshua chapter 2, we're looking at verses 17 and 19. Joshua chapter 2, and we are looking at verses 17 and 19. And I will read. Then the man said to her, We will be blameless of this oath of yours, which you have made us swear, unless when we come into the land, you bind this line of scarlet cord in the window through which you will let us down. And unless you bring your father, your mother, your brothers, and all your father's household to your own home, so it shall be that whoever goes outside the doors of your house into the street, 
his blood shall be upon his own head and we will be guiltless and whoever is with you in the house his blood shall be upon our head if our hand is laid on him amen in this story there was uh, there were some men that had a conversation with a lady and basically they were talking about what i could call the scarlet ribbon covenant the scarlet ribbon agreement the scarlet ribbon oath and who were these men the bible tells us in uh, joshua chapter 2 verse 1 uh, who were these men? Now Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out two men from Acacia Grove to spy secretly, saying, go view the land, especially Jericho. So they went. So these men were spies. They were men of war. They had gone to look at the land that God had said they were going to conquer. They were able to go and see the vision so that the goals would be prepared to attain the vision. Okay, so these men were men that had been given assignment and uh, you and I have been given assignment in the same way we have come to this world. We've been given assignment because God wants us to occupy until it returns. Jesus wants us to occupy. God wants us to possess our possession and possess the land. But who were these men talking to? The Bible says, they, and they came into the house of a harlot named Rahab and lodged there. They came into the house of a harlot named Rahab and lodged there. You know, sometimes some people are wondering how come that these men, these uh, spies decided of all the houses they went to the house of a prostitute. Amen? My, 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 my perception is not more of uh, who is in the house or what, what is their reason. My perception is that God led them there because God wanted to bless Rahab. Amen? So God would orchestrate strange things to happen and your destiny helpers, irrespective of your circumstances and situation, your destiny helpers will show up in Jesus' name. God orchestrated that this man, of all the people, and God does not do anything by accident. He doesn't do anything by chance. It does not just happen. God himself divinely works uh, things. And there had to be a divine visitation. And God himself ordered the steps of the spies, and they ended up in the house of Rahab. And the Bible emphasizes this, Rahab the prostitute. Or the Rahab, the harlot. But who was Rahab? Let's, or maybe first, first of all, uh, let's just try and see how they ended up at uh, Rahab's home. Because the Bible tells me something that Rahab believed and said. And I believe that's all part of God is not, does not do anything by chance. Your belief system matters. Your statement matters. Your actions matter. So when God divinely orchestrates things to favor you, it is because God has looked upon your heart and has seen what your heart and what your actions are saying. And I believe that God himself will arrange a divine visitation for someone here in Jesus' name. What did Rahab say 
Joshua chapter 9, uh, chapter 2, verse 9 and 11. Joshua chapter 2, verse 9 and 11. Rahab said what she believed. It says, I know. She said, I know that the Lord has given you the land. I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you has fallen on us, and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint-hearted because of you. And verse 11, And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted. Neither did there remain any other more courage in anyone because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth believe. This is the harlot. This is the prostitute. You can see what she believes. And she did not just say I alone. She says we heard the things but she was only the one able to declare what she heard because she believed it. And she believed it from the depth of her heart and she was able to enter the scarlet ribbon covenant. Let us see who was this lady Rahab and I just wanted to want us to have a fine background of what God wants to do in our midst. His word will be forever settled. His word will abide forever. Who is this lady Rahab? Because the Bible describes her as a harlot but we want to know who this woman truly is so that you'll know that God will not forget you also. No matter your situation, no matter your circumstance, no matter your past, this is a time when you will know God and you would experience the power of his resurrection. Irrespective of what they say, irrespective of what they call you, irrespective of what you have done, you can also enter the scarlet ribbon covenant and your life will change. Your story will change. Your song will change. In the mighty name of Jesus. Who is this woman, Rahab? Uh, you may be surprised to learn that this woman was an ancestor of Jesus Christ. Yes, she was an ancestor. Despite being a harlot, despite being a prostitute, she found favor with God. And that's why the Bible says, if God has given us Jesus Christ, what else will he withhold from us? When you look at Matthew chapter 1 verse, uh, verses 1 to 16, you will see the genealogy in the New Testament of the lineage of Jesus Christ, his family tree, and you'll be surprised to find that Rahab shows up in that list. This is Rahab. All she did was express her belief. She found favor with God. God is not going to look at where you are coming from. God wants to look, is looking at where you are going to. And you are going to a fine place in Jesus' name. Rahab was a harlot. Rahab was a loose woman. Rahab, all the names that can be given to a prostitute, Rahab was that. She could also be called a liar. She, could, she was also a Canaanite, a nation that was to be defeated, a nation that God had decided were going to be dispossessed of the land. But Rahab's story changed. Why? Because of her encounter with God. Your story can change also. 
I didn't hear your amen. Your story can change also. Your story can turn around. Your story will change today in the name of Jesus. The Scarlet Ribbon Covenant will change your story. It will change your future. It will change your destiny. Because if you see what the Bible says, Matthew chapter 1, verses 4 to 6. It says, Ram begot, Matthew chapter 1, verses 4 to 6. Ram begot Aminadab. Aminadab begot Nashom. And Nashom begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. And this woman that was a harlot, was a prostitute, now became a wife, now became a mother, and now became a descendant of the Lord Jesus Christ. What does the Bible say? Salmon bought, begot uh, Boaz by Rahab. So, Salmon was the son of Rahab. Uh, Salmon was the wife of Rahab. Boaz was the son of Rahab. And Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. We know the story of Ruth. Obed begot Jesse. Jesse is the father of King David. Jesse begot David a king. And David a king begot Solomon by who had been the wife of Uriah. You can see how she suddenly appeared in the list. And I believe that God himself would make your name suddenly appear in that list. In that list on earth and in that list in heaven. Your name will not be cancelled out. Your name will not be wiped out because of what you believe. And because of the scarlet ribbon covenant. I want us to look at what did uh, Rahab actually do to have the protection, the blessings, and the benefit of the scarlet ribbon covenant. Let's look at James. Let's look at James. Or let's first look at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 31. Hebrews 11 31. Hebrews 11 31. And see what this woman did. It is not just by chance. And sometimes we are expecting things to happen by chance. We are expecting us not to do anything. Not to believe anything. Not to exercise faith. Not to come to church. Not to worship. Not to pray. Not to, but we want something to happen from God. God does not operate that way. As long as this earth remains, seed time and harvest will never cease. If you want to harvest, there has to be a seed. You have to know God. You have to chase God. You have to pursue God for you to be able to partake of the scarlet ribbon covenant. Hebrews 11.31, let's see what this woman did so that we can understand and be able to position ourselves, especially at a time like this as we're celebrating Jesus. The Bible says, by faith the hallowed Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. This scripture tells me that Rahab was a believer. Because she did not perish with those that did not believe. That means she was a believer and she believed in the Lord. And it was not just a matter of saying it. She believed from the heart. Right? Because it's not about churchianity. It's about Christianity. It's about knowing Jesus Christ. This man that has come to give us a new life. It's not about just, just coming to church. It's about believing. The Bible says, as many as believed in his name, and as to many as received him, to them gave he power to become the children of God. I pray that you'll believe in Jesus and you will receive. And his death on the cross and his resurrection will not be in vain. 
concerning you in the name of Jesus Christ. James chapter 2 verse 23 or James chapter 2 verse 25. James chapter 2 verse 25. The kingdom of God is not just in whining and dining, but in love, power, and a demonstration of the power of God. Love, righteousness, and a demonstration of the power of God. I pray that this season, you will not just be whining and dining. And this season, you will not have an extra weight around your waist. This season, your cheeks will not just begin to expand. This season, you want to expand the spirit, not expand the physical. I don't know. I don't, I don't think you heard what you want to expand in the spirit. You want to get, get bigger. You want to increase in wisdom. You want to increase in stature. And you want to increase in favor with God and with men. James chapter 2 verse 25. It says, and in the same manner, in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she, believed, when she received the messages and sent them out by another way. So in Rahab was not just a person of faith but she was a person of faith and works. Apostle Paul says faith without works is dead faith. You can believe but even the devils believe and they tremble. Your faith must manifest itself in your actions. If you have faith in God, then you must begin to worship God more. If you have faith in God, then you have to begin to pray more. If you have faith in God, then you want to begin to read his word more because you know that God is the one that would do it. And God will make your story change in Jesus' mighty name. And that's what the Bible says in Isaiah 119. I'm, I'm sure we're very familiar with this scripture. And I believe that's what happened to uh, uh, Rahab. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So Rahab was willing and obedient and she ate the good of the land. She appeared in the list of the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ and she continuously and our generations will continue to partake of the good of the land. Psalm 37 verse 4 it says, um, 37 verse 4, it says, if you delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I believe Rahab delighted herself in the Lord Lord. It delighted herself in the Lord. She threw herself unto the Lord and the desires of her heart was granted. I was driving to work one day about uh, a week ago and I was praying in the spirit and this was the scripture that came to me that it can be so simple. It can be so simple. We play our part. God is a covenant keeping God. He will play his part. All you need to do to eat the good of the land is to be willing and obedient and is to delight yourself in the Lord. Search your life. Are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Are you throwing yourself unto the Lord? Look at another scripture, Isaiah 58. And these are things that Rahab did. I believe that she started before the spies came. Because it was not the day that the spies came that she began to delight in the Lord. She started before the spies came. She continued when, they were, when the city was being attacked. And after she continued, she threw herself 100% unto the Lord. And she became one amongst many. She entered Hebrews 11 as someone that exercised faith. 
The Bible says in Mark 11, 22, it says, have faith in God. And as you have faith in God, you will see the difference in your life. In Isaiah 58, 14 says, then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride on the high, high heels of the, of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. I'll stop here. But how many of us want this season to be a season that makes a change? How many of us want to experience the life and health that comes from above? How many of us want to experience the power and glory? How many of us want to experience the joy and peace? How many of us want to experience open heavens, open doors? It means that we need to delight ourselves in the Lord. Even when we look at Deuteronomy 28, there is a condition. As you play your part, especially within this resurrection weekend, as Apostle Paul says, that I may know him because knowing him connects you to the resurrection power. Jesus Christ says, eternal life is to know God. There has to be a knowing experience. The word of God says in uh, Je Jeremiah chapter 1, it says, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I have known you, I have sanctified you, and ordained you as a prophet unto the nation. It starts with a knowing experience. And a knowing experience is a two-way street. It's not just one way. It's a two-way street. Yes, you know God, but does God know you? Yes, you know Justin Harper, but Justin Harper, does Justin Harper know you? Yes, you know every important person out there, but do they know you? If they come to town, will they visit you? Do you have a conversation with them? Or you are one of those that just say, I know him, I know him. And we use it as a defense. I know God, but do you really know God? Do, does God really know you? Can God call you a child? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And this lady, Rahab, was led by the Spirit of God and her life was never the same again. You have a choice. Like many that heard the children of Israel were coming, like many that heard about the exploits of the children of Israel, the Bible says Rahab said, We heard. And we trembled as to what God is doing. But many did not do anything. Are you going to be one of those that are going to walk out here today on this resurrection weekend? On this weekend that we celebrate the ascension, arising of our Lord Jesus Christ. And eat rice, eat chicken. Have a nice chocolate cake. Say happy Easter to everybody and go back to the same situation. I want us to arise. As I said, Rahab was a believer. The question I want to ask you, children of God, as you gather this day, this is the Sunday, are you a believer? Romans 10, 10 says, with the heart, man believed unto righteousness. And with the mouth, 
confession is made unto salvation. Are you a believer? Did you, do you believe that Jesus Christ died for you? Have you confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, God loves you. Don't walk away from the love of God. And because he loved you, he gave you the ultimate gift. And he's the ultimate gift we're celebrated. He's, as, he's, he's arisen today. He's arising today. We're celebrated because he's the gift of God. The gift of life. The gift of peace. The gift of joy. There's nothing you can find that is not in him. The Bible says, John, uh, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever, whether Rahab, whether anybody, whosoever believes in him, will not perish, but have everlasting life. Anything you, any decision you make is your choice. Yes is a choice. No is a choice. I'm still thinking about it is a choice. And every choice we make will determine our future. Rahab made a choice. And she entered into the scarlet ribbon covenant with the spies. And that changed her future. That changed her destiny. What choice are you going to make today? Is it yes? Is it no? I'm thinking about it also. Let's bow our heads and pray. If you're here and you're not born again, you're not a believer, you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, wherever you are, just lift up your hand. I'm not going to call you out. Just lift up your hands. I'd like to pray with you. Whether you're on site, online, Jesus Christ says, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before the Father. If you deny me before men, I will deny you before the Father. This woman took a decision, Rahab. The whole city was destroyed. The whole city was burned down. And a curse was put upon the land. But Rahab and her entire household were saved because of what they believed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, God. We thank you for your word. As your word comes, let your Holy Spirit convict. Let every decision not be as a result of emotions. Let every decision not be as a result of influence or intimidation or manipulation. Let a decision that is made for Christ whether on site or online, let it be as a result of a conviction of your Holy Spirit. Father, we look unto Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. That same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, as it is in our mortal body, that same spirit will quicken our mortal body. Father, I pray, O oh God, for your quickening spirit. What seemed dead, what seemed destroyed, what seemed lost, was cement, oh God, as if it has been stolen. Father, let there be a mighty restoration. No one will live here empty-handed. Father, as they believe, as they accept Jesus Christ, Father, like Rahab, 
let their future, let their destiny, let it be guaranteed. And let their testimonies be many. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Congratulations. Have a seat.